tradition on Thursday if you'd like to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. God, we need this one today. I don't even know if I got it in me, Jess. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> we just try to celebrate the fact that we got one more day until it's Friday. Yes. So we have a little chant that we do, which goes like this. It goes, one more sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. One, one more sleep. One more sleep. You made it. Good morning. <laughs> Why did we start doing that? I don't even remember the origin story of that. But I don't know. We did, and... Still do it. All right, 6 o'clock club. We shut you out first. 410-583-1065. Text us. And on Thursday, we try to find one new friend. Like, if you've never texted us before, first thing in the morning, tell us who you are. Like, let us know it's your first time texting and maybe what city you live in, what you do. We can shout you out as well. 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Jess R. from Westminster. Uh, Marsha, good morning. Kathy in Parkville. Clever Kevin is here. Um, who else is up with us? Stephanie Lynn, Rhonda in Pasadena, Kelly and Art in New Windsor. Good morning to Francesca the Nurse, Hope Adope, Cheryl, Christine, Leah from Pikesville, um, Jay from Glen Burnie checking in with us, Mama McJam from Elkton, Lisa, Stacy in Port Deposit, Big Energy Lisa is here, Jenny from Frederick, good morning, Mr. W, Miss Jackie, WB from Glen Burnie, and Grace in White Marsh. Happy Thursday. What's the number one rule of the 6 o'clock club, Jess? We, there's one reoccurring theme that we have when it comes to being awake this early in the morning? What? What is it? I don't know. Come on. What's what's something we always talk about when you have to get up this early in the morning? Like, what do we... This is something we can all relate to. Is you really got to be careful with what you take the night before. Oh, melatonin. Oh, man. It's not even melatonin this time. So I've had a hard time sleeping mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. And... Oh. No, don't play this. Oh, yeah. Don't play this. This is where I'm at right now. Don't. I literally... My doctor gave me what I would consider to be the equivalent of a horse tranquilizer. Okay. So what time like, did you take it? Woo, I made a bad mistake. I looked down. It was 8.20. That's your bad. I know. And I said, oh, this is really. That's terrible. This is terrible tricky. Terrible decision. This is a tricky time. And y'all know this. I know you know what I'm talking about. Where you're like, probably shouldn't be doing this. Taking the kind of sleeping pill this late. It's not good. Not a good idea. Stop this music right now. I barely. Took I'm it barely, out. My, my eyes are barely staying open. <laughs> Stop it. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. The state health department is warning Marylanders not to eat enoki mushrooms due to listeria being found in samples collected and tested in the states. Um, Symptoms of listeria include stomach cramps, diarrhea, vomiting, nausea, and fever. The mushrooms were produced by a company in Shandong province in China. So they're sold in a clear plastic package with a brown and green label. MDH is working with the FDA and other states to find the source of the contamination. And the consumer advisory has been issued until further notice. Anybody else get like super paranoid when you hear stories like this? Because you're like, when is the last time... I've never, I've probably never had one. What is it called? What kind of mushroom? Enoki mushrooms. They look, to me, they kind of look like string cheese, Spell like that it. color. And then they have the little mushroom on top. Spell E-N-O-K-I. Enoki. I'm like, I've never had these. When's the last time? Oh, one of those. Yeah. The little bunchy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But now in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I wonder if I've had one in the last seven days. I don't have them. I sure have. Number two. Former President Trump's Facebook and Instagram are being reinstated. Meta, the owner of both social media sites, announced yesterday that Trump's accounts will be made active again in the coming weeks. They've also promised to put safeguards in place to prevent repeat offenses. Trump was suspended from both accounts in 2021 after calling the January 6th rioters great patriots. If Trump were to post further content that violates protocols, he will be suspended between one month up to two years, depending on the violation. I'm not sure how I feel about this story yet. What do you mean? Like him being able to come back? Yeah. um, You know, obviously it depends on what side you're on. You're probably going to have a certain feeling about it. Um, But I, I guess I guess it's like, okay, because it seems like no matter what, they're not going to permanently ban anybody, anybody, right? Well, no matter, no matter what. Well, I don't know if it's or at for least, sure. or at least uh, him, at least permanently, right? Permanently, no banned. one's getting banned. So yeah. you may be do, banned for a while. So the but. question is, do I agree with that? Like, like should should I mean, it's people, almost been what two years? Yeah, yeah, should people be banned forever on social media, or do we feel like a suspension will do? Yeah, like how do you feel about that between the two? And I'm just talking about like general, like in just, in general. We're not yeah. talking about him specifically, right. but just in general. Because I do. Here's the thing about. Here's the thing about, I feel about banning, and this is like I'm such a proponent of free speech. Yeah. But I know that a lot of people's speech at certain times can just be really dangerous. Yeah. So. I have a hard time with this one. I've really been struggling since hearing the news about, like, should they be able to ban people forever from social? Or does that sound unfair? I feel like this is the first time that we've ever been in this predicament. Yeah, so right. I think it might as well, like, at least give him another chance. And then if he messes up again, then obviously it's going to be another two years, right. if not forever. Yep. Number one. New details have been released in the accident involving Avengers star Jeremy Renner. As previously reported, the actor was injured by a snowplow when stopping to help a stranded driver on New Year's Day. But the, the new documents reveal that the driver wasn't just any driver. It was actually his nephew. He hopped off his snowplow to help his stranded nephew, and then the snowplow began to slide sideways. The action star made an attempt to stop the plow from hitting his nephew, and then Jeremy Renner was immediately pulled under the left side track. He hadn't set the parking brake, but it turns out the brake light indicator inside the cab was broken, so he had no idea. All in all, the Marvel actor broke 32 bones in the accident. Damn. And he is currently still in recovery at home. Yeah, that's a lot, man. This is Just, and that was your top three. I want to find out if your dog made the most popular names for pets for 2023. Let's find out. Today in dog news. It is, uh, it's time for Today in Dog News. Friggin' love dogs. Never met a dog I didn't like. I'm trying to think about that. Met a lot of humans I haven't liked, <laughs> but dogs, I don't think so. Dog walks in the room, Jess, and you're just like, damn, I want to pet you so bad right I now. <laughs> um, so, as a proud dog father, when there's dog news to be delivered, I'm the one to bring it to you. The American Kennel Club every year comes out with their list of the most popular dog names, which I don't even really know how they do this research. I don't know what they do. Is it like a field research? Is someone some door to door? Seems a little invasive. But they ask, you know, they try to figure out what are the most popular dog names of the year. Do you want to try to guess when it comes to female dogs' names? Popular? Popular. For this year, these are going to be the most popular female dog names. Bella. Bella, number two. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Give me another one. These are all very generic Generic? dog names. Yep. Oh. Uh. Come on. Popular 
And you can text Jess if you want to. She's terrible at this. Yeah, I hate games. <laughs> Popular dog name one? for 2022 for a female. Bella. Mm, my family's weird. We give human names to, to animals. There's always a two, like a Roger. Like yeah, where like that comes Ashley. From. All right, top five, Willow. Willow. Number four, Lucy. Okay. Daisy's number three. Mm, obviously. Followed by Bella. Okay. And then Luna. Luna's the number one Luna's female dog cute. name for the year. As for guys, come on. What do you think? Spot. He's, Spot didn't make top 10. What? It's generic. I like him. He, and I'm not saying it's a bad dog name. I'm just saying it didn't make the most popular ones. When's the last, time you, when's the last time you met a dog named Spot, though? I like, don't not, know. not in a movie. Oh, I you mean, know? I just assumed no. that you would get inspiration it's from not a real film. That's not real life. I mean, how about Chuck? <laughs> Chuck also not on the list. Mm. Number five, Teddy. Duke. Number four. <laughs> no? Charlie. No. Number three is Cooper. Okay. Number two is Milo. What? And the number Kylo. one. Kylo. Kylo. You, you just took number two and put a K in front of it instead of an M. No. No, it's not Kylo. Max. Max is the number one dog name for the year, and that's oh. today in Dog News. I would argue that this guy was the very first YouTube star before YouTube was actually a thing. Mm. And let's see if you agree today with Throwback Thursday. Super simple, y'all. We're just going to go back to the number one songs in Maryland from previous years, and then they'll take you to a number one, uh, a moment in pop culture history where I'm pretty sure this guy was basically doing YouTube videos, but on TV. We'll start, though, in uh, 2017, the number one song in Maryland, Bad and Bougie, the Migos. Bad and Bougie, bad, cooking up with a Uzi. My nigga's a savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hunter rounds, too. Probably the first time we've ever played this song. This was just five after soon. I think so, too. I think so, too. This is the first. This is revolutionary, y'all. Amigos is everywhere. They were on, like, every track, everything. It was a big year for them. I know. Rest Yeah. All right. Take off. Take off. 11 years before that, the number one song in Maryland in 2006 was Nelly and Grills. Why do you laugh so hard? Because I wanted a grill so bad oh, didn't when the song came out. I was like this little suburban white boy, and, and I was I, like, we, all my friends, we would put gum on our teeth. Yep, yep. So tin foil, like silver inside. Yep. So lame. We uh, think about this. We all wanted to be Nelly back in 2006. Didn't matter who you were. Like, everybody wanted to be just like Nelly. Air Force Ones? Oh, yeah. Come on. All right. Jess, this one's for you. 1993, the number one song in Maryland today would have been Whitney Houston and I Will Always Love You. There's a connection there. Is there. A connection I've been there. connected to her since day one. Did you see the movie yet? No, not How yet. How have you not seen it yet? Because Garage Boy keeps putting it off, and I feel like he's just trying to avoid he's it. He's stalling? He's stalling, and yeah. I think he's thinking I'm going to forget, but I won't. Honestly, I saw the biopic over the holidays. Not great. I know. That's Her story's saying, interesting, but like the but movie's... But I'm still going to see it. It's okay. Care. All right. Tell me this is true. It would have been this week back in... The year was 1999, when the Tom Green Show premiered on MTV. This is the Tom Green Show. It's not the Do you remember this show? I don't think so. Tom Green took 
the world by storm. Okay, so that's Tom Green. Okay, so I know Tom Green from when he was in Charlie's Angels when he was dating yeah. Drew Barrymore. But he, the first time he came on the scene was with this show. And okay. this was this guy from Canada who had started <laughs> making this public access show up there. Mm. And nobody really knew what would... It was just kind of like these weird little sketches and like... I, what, it's basically what you would have seen on YouTube nowadays would have been the exact equivalent. Kind of silly songs and little sketches. So eventually in Canada, he's, he's picked up by a network there. And then over, it was today in 99 when his show premiered on MTV. I, what we think happened here basically was some executive was like, I have no idea what this show is about. There's yeah. no way to really define what this guy did. Yeah. You know, like, let's go back to one of his more popular sketches. That may uh, may ring a bell with you because I was even like, what was like, what was it we were listening to? Remember this stupid song? My bum is on the rail. Bum is on the rail. Look at me. My bum is on the rail. My bum is on the man. Bum is on the man. Like literally, this is a video of him running around. Putting his butt on things why? and singing about it. The, the question was why? Why did we like this so much? Yeah, because it's weird. But think about like if this is on like TikTok nowadays. You know, that's, like that's what TikTok is. Just stupid things. But Tom Green honestly was like the first person to do it, and that stupid show, which we watched all 29 episodes of over three seasons, started this week. This is Jeannie from Baltimore. Good morning, Jeannie. Good morning. I just wanted to send well wishes to Jess for her surgery. Oh, that's so Aww, nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. How sweet are you? You're really welcome. I'm so sorry about that. It's, no, it's okay. painful process. I appreciate that. So we talked about this on our Uncensored podcast. I'm guessing that's where you heard the news. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. It's all good. We have, we just haven't, we've been talking so much about Jess's wedding stuff that we haven't really taken a step back because before the holiday break, that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the big news that we were talking about was Jess was having all these issues. You want to kind of just give us a really quick summary of... Where, where you were with that, for those yeah. who don't know? Yeah, so I was having um, a very difficult period, a very painful period, um, bas- basically just issues that have been, like, the last year and a half that's led me to this having surgery tomorrow, and they found a submucosal fibroid. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically, like, um, a growth in your uterus that can cause issues with your period, um, just very heavy, lower back pain, um, mm-hmm. and also can cause issues with fertility. And so I wasn't sure what was going on and, and what we were going to do about it. And so now we have to try to get as much of it removed as we can without actually harming me any worse. And we, we go into the, the whole thing, by the way, on the Uncensored podcast. We have a, 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 it's called Kramer and Jess Uncensored, which you can go listen to on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Just search Kramer and Jess Uncensored. So what is the plan, though, for, because the surgery is tomorrow, mm-hmm. what is the actual plan? Where are you going? What, you know, what time? All that stuff, all the details. So my surgery is actually tomorrow at Mercy. They put me under, so it's not like I'm going to be yeah. a- awake while it's happening. Um, and then the reason why we had to schedule it for the weekend is because it can take a few days sure. to recover. Hopefully I'm back by Monday. If not, we're still kind of de- uh, discussing. That's just kind of kind of be based on pain after the fact. Sure. And mm-hmm. what, what are you um, what are you worried about going into the surgery? Anything in particular? Or are you um, just ready to get this over with? I'm well. One, I'm ready to get it over with, but like, I think it's just I'm. It's a scary thing, you know. Yeah. Um. With the with these kinds of things. Um. Just after I get it done, it's not a guarantee that this is going to help with periods. It's not a guarantee that I may not 
have issues with fertility in the future. It's not something that I know. Sure. Um, but I think it's just a matter of this is just kind of something, you know, that I have to step into and deal with. Right. Yeah. It's it's scary, you know. Worry when it's time to worry. Mm-hmm. You That's know, uh, the more positive you can feel and more at ease going into it, I think you'll be happier on the other side no matter what happens. It's very true. Um, yeah. Yeah, I had a family member with something not exactly like this, but, you know, had to wait over a weekend to get the results of the surgery Yeah. and testing. So it was just about not worrying until you had to. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really good advice. What's your kid's accurate title for something that we have another name for? <laughs> What is your kid's accurate title that we have another name for? 410-583-1065. explain how we got here. This is a guy named Derek on TikTok, and I saw this the other day. I'm like, this is so true. He's got nieces, and his niece gave him a description of something that we don't call it this, but dang, is she right. Listen to this from TikTok. My niece just called an aquarium a water zoo. Now I have a lot to think about. Because <laughs> she's not wrong. Nope. Not. She's more than right. She's right. Think about that. That's so true. It is a water zoo. Would have made so much more sense. Why don't we call them water zoos? Yeah, I, it sounds way more fun, to be honest. I'm wondering if your kid has another one of these things, too. It's not that, it's not a description that we as adults give it. Mm-hmm. But it's something that they have titled it, and you're like, dang it, that actually makes a lot of sense. 410-583-1065. Let me give you a couple comments on here to get it going, okay? Uh, this woman said, my son calls cupcakes party muffins. Oh, my gosh. That makes me so happy. You ain't wrong. That's so fun. It's not wrong. Um, this woman on TikTok says, when my daughter was a toddler, she called tears panic water. No. <laughs> it says, I mean, you ain't wrong, sis. Yeah. You ain't wrong. Uh, this one says, my daughter didn't know the word for thirsty, so she would say that she was water hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I love that. It makes perfect sense. I'll give you one more. Um, my daughter would call churches Jesus stores. Wow. Absolutely. That's where you would go. There you go. 410-583-1065. Hey, Mix, good morning. Who is this? This is Andrew from Towson. What's up, Andrew? Did your, your kid have a different title for something that, that we, it's like way more obvious what they're calling it? Yeah, absolutely. My daughter's six. And she calls any any living organism anything that uh, is not inanimate and and alive. It's a noun, and she says, "Is that an alive?" It's an alive. Hey, I mean, think about it. I mean, it. it's alive. If we take it back to basics, yeah, is it an yeah. alive or is it dead? Let's just start with that, yeah. okay? <laughs> we can figure everything out. It's alive. It's it's, it's an alive. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, she said that it made made perfect sense. <laughs> you can't you can't be mad at them because they're absolutely right. Four ten five eight three. 1065. Like we're looking for the, the your kid's accurate title for something that we have another name for. Good morning. Who is this? Hi, this is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. Hi, how are you? We're good. So does your kid have a different title for something that we've just been calling and maybe all wrong our whole entire lives? Yes. My daughter calls uh, um, teeth smile bones. Smile, smile bones. bones. I mean, smile bones. How old is she? 
She's uh, nine when she started calling. She's that. 37 now, though, is the problem. She's still <laughs> no, she's the, uh, she's she's, no, I feel like she, call, I hope she calls him that for the rest of her life. <laughs> the problem is now she's a dentist and everyone's very confused. <laughs> That's so cute. That's a cute one. Uh, this is Nicole. This is Nicole in Randallstown. Hey, Nicole, good morning. Good morning. Do you, does your kid have one of these? An accurate description? He does, actually. And what is it? He would say little breads in place of saying croutons. That makes perfect sense. Why it's, would we call it it's that? It's literally little bread. Why wouldn't we call it that? Why give it a difficult name we don't have to? I know. What is exactly. crouton? Exactly. What three-year-old can even say crouton? Uh-huh. Why do we waste that word? It's uh-huh. unnecessary. We already have one. It's called little bread. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Kristen on line two from Owings Mills. Hello, Kristen. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Your child has a, a, a different title, a more accurate title for something that we have another name for. <laughs> uh, yes, she does. She Instead of saying thirsty, she says, I'm drinky. I'm drinky? <laughs> why would you not say yeah. that? It makes it... I, right. Why make another word up? I feel like as adults, we made this way too difficult we in the make, first place. We make it complicated. If your kid has got one of these, call us. We want to hear what it is. 410 583 1065. This is Dawn from Severn. Hello, Dawn. Hi, how are you? We're good. Does your child have one of these? <laughs> yes, he does. He used to say wiper towel instead of paper towel what? when we wipe things up. <laughs> well, it's exactly what it's used for. Yeah, a so wiper exactly. towel. Why in the world would you have to call it a paper towel? I almost feel like my whole life is a lie right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we almost need to, like, start from scratch and just let kids, like, just name all this stuff, you know? A couple texts here. Uh, one from the 267 says that I read that a kid online called Tomorrow Nexter Day. Aw, Wait, yeah. you got yesterday and you got nexterday. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Uh, I got a text on the 443 that says that my son called his big toe his t- his uh, thumb toe. Thumb toe. <laughs> well, why would it be any different? You got this one, you got that one. Right. It's the same. Um, how about this one from the 443 says, a three-year-old burped and told me, excuse me, I did a mouth fart. Oh, my gosh. So That's accurate. basically what it is. You know? Hello, Lisa from Brooklyn Park. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Your child has one of these accurate titles for something we call something else. Yes, yeah, she calls her private area her front butt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it was appropriate or not, but I, it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> how, okay. how old is she? When did she start saying that? Well, she's she's ten now, but she's been saying it for as long as I can remember. The front butt. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, I'm thinking logistically I mean, here. Basically, it makes sense. She's like, not wrong. Like no. it's it's got no. it's got. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we know how it works. I've but. never heard it be called that before. The front butt. She's not. It uh, makes that's, it a lot easier to understand. It does. You got a back one. You get yes. a front one. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Thank you for calling us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. A Vietnam War veteran is heading to watch the Super Bowl as a thank you for his service, and it's because of our very own Ravens tight end, Mark Andrews. Andrews partnered with the USAA and the 101st Airborne Division Association to select a vet to send to Super Bowl 57. And Sergeant Johnny Valenskis served in the Army for 12 years. He's previously been awarded medals and honors, including the Purple Heart and Silver Star. And after his military duty, he spent 32 years in law enforcement and was a sergeant in the San Francisco Police Department when he retired. So Andrew tweeted, quote, honored to send a 12-year Army veteran to Super Bowl 57. That's a cool story. Number two. So 
Hundreds of flights were canceled due to bad weather yesterday. And once again, more Southwest Airline flights were affected than those of any other airline. It was still far less than the 17,000 flights Southwest canceled during the holiday travel period in December. Now, there were a lot of weather issues that led to this issue at the airport, including the winter storms moving from the Midwest toward the Northeast and tornadoes in Texas and Louisiana on Tuesday. But the airline will report its fourth quarter financial results today, but has already announced that last month's problems cost the airline between $725 million and $825 million. Damn. We were talking off the air just about how it's just stressful to book Southwest right now. Yeah. You know, like it's just, you're kind of hoping. And we never, they never used to be that way. Southwest was like the one. It was like, it was was reliable, it was affordable. Mm -hmm. Now the problem that Jess and I have too is like we both have different Southwest credit cards, right? And like, like, do I just like pay it off and try to get a different one for another airline? Cause it's just been so. Well, the flights have been so expensive. So it's like, okay, I can either spend 75,000 points. And like get this, or I can go spend you know three hundred dollars on Delta, mm-hmm. just cash, and like it just makes more sense. Number one, Justin Bieber has sold his entire music catalog to Hypnosis Song Management for two hundred million dollars. He sold hundred percent of his publishing as well as royalties from his master recordings. This covers all two hundred and ninety titles in Justin's catalog released prior to December thirty first in twenty twenty one, including his most recent album Justice. And it's actually said to be the biggest deal for anyone from Justin's generation because catalogs for newer artists are usually considered a little riskier investment since you can't really predict how much staying power they'll have. But Bieber's success over the past 14 years, charting with eight number one albums on the Billboard 200 and collected songs have gen- generated 16.6 billion on-demand official streams in just the U.S. alone, which basically made the investment very much worth the risk. It just doesn't seem like that much money. $200 million? I mean, I know it sounds, that sounds like a lot, but it would seem like Justin Bieber's had so many hits, it'd be worth more than that. Doesn't well, it? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, $200 million is a lot no, of money. No, but I mean, but that but that alone, I think that is the most money anyone from his generation yeah. got, but they typically don't even pay that much for an artist of his age because they're not sure if it'll, you know, stand the test of time. And why does he sell it too? I guess that's my next question is what's, what's in it for him? That's what I was confused about because I feel like artists are typically fighting to have the rights to their music. Right. So, unfortunately, I don't know if this is a sign of him starting to slow down as far as, like, him performing and him making more music. I'd have a feeling. If I had to look at, like, if he kept wanting to go the trajectory he's going on, Mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't be the best move. Yeah. But with all this health stuff, maybe he's looking at this and being like, man, I should just probably cash out. And then maybe move on or just stop making music. You we'll know? see. Jess, and that was your top three. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's Talk Me Out of It. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Okay, Anonymous, we got you on the voice disguiser. What is this, uh, what's this crazy idea that you get going through your head? I just say that if my roommate's cat disappeared this weekend, it wasn't me. <gasps> <laughs> no. What do you mean? Um, I got a roommate off Craigslist, and we're signed into a lease together. But at the beginning of the year, she came home with a cat. There was no discussion. Didn't ask me if I was okay with it. I just came home from work, and Ugh. 
there was this cat and that's a litter box. Worst. That's honestly... Okay, that's actually really... That's true. Yeah. As a cat person, I am a cat person, by the way, but that's really messed up. There was no discussion beforehand. Are, are you allergic? Did she even ask if you were allergic to cats? I'm not, but she did not ask me okay. if I was allergic. You just sound like you're, you're <laughs> at your wit's end. Well, yeah, every weekend she drives to Philly to see her boyfriend, and she doesn't take the cat with her. She just leaves it in her room with the door closed with the litter box and food and water. But when she's not there, the cat does this screeching howl all day and all night long. And I can't sleep. I can't even watch TV without this cat screaming over it. I brought it up and she said, oh, I, I have someone who's going to watch the cat, but it never happens. And I I know this isn't going to change. So the cat is one of those cats that if the door is open, they'll bolt out of it. Yeah. So she's going to Philly this weekend. And I swear if it's the same situation we've had the past few weeks, I'm going to leave the front door open and see what happens. No! Wait, what? <laughs> but you know the cat's going to run away. Well, I, I'm just going to leave it open. I'm not throwing the cat out myself. Oh, no. <laughs> Why does my heart hurt so bad right now? Oh, no. Wow. Um... You don't think there's maybe another solution? I don't. I don't really know your setup, but were you there first? I was. Mm. Let's get phone calls going. Four ten five eight three, one zero six five. And I'm I'm gonna say if you're gonna call in in defense of the cat, I think we're gonna have to offer like alternate solutions because we can't just be like, no, you can't do that. Because I also understand what it feels like to be in a situation where you're like, well, we gotta what see else? all sides. I cannot believe this girl just got a pet, no matter what kind of pet it was. Without even Without telling you, anything. you walk home and now you got a Not litter really. box. I mean, th- that's a really big commitment. <sighs> that's cat, crazy. I know, but like, I also, okay. oh no. Okay, 410-583-1065. Do we tell, an anonymous says, like, my roommate got a cat. She leaves every weekend. Cat's locked up in the room. She's not taking care of it. So basically, if she, if I, if I have to go through this again one more time, I'm just going to leave the door open. And the cat's going to, you know, adios. I have to talk you out of it because your roommate sucks and we literally we need to come up with a solution. But I'm also thinking it's not the cat's fault that your roommate is a terrible owner and then your cat's going to like run into the streets and be defenseless. That's so sad. Yeah. Are you are you concerned about just like the well-being of the cat in general? Yeah, it's neglected she's, when she's not there. I'm kind of doing the cat a favor. I mean, I can't, I obviously, I'm, I'm an animal lover. I can't tell you to, to open the door and let the cat the cat go. I just, I can't. But at the same time, like, what I don't, does she do? I don't know if there's an alternate solution. Because obviously her roommate, I mean, your I roommate mean, doesn't respect you. It's the I roommate's, mean, it's, the, the it's, it's the roommate's property. Pets are seen as property, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, okay, well, let's, let's get some advice here. 410-583-1065. Anonymous says, my roommate's cat's annoying as hell. And I'm thinking about just letting it roam free instead of like being locked up in the, in, in her house all day. You know, yeah. is that is that? Do we tell her to go for that? Is that a better solution, or we talk her out of it? Sassy Terry. Hey. What do you think about this? Do we tell her to go for it? Talk okay. her out of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I would talk her out of it, and I will tell you, um, I'm going to be nice here because I'm on the air. <laughs> but um, I'm a huge animal lover, and first of all, it's not the animal's fault. Animals can't help themselves, but people can. 
And, you know, the thing is, the reason why the cat's squealing the way she is is because she's just looking for affection and attention. So maybe if this girl put a little bit of time into the kitty, it might turn out to be her best friend and then kick your roommate out. Okay, well, okay, so Sassy Terry, to your point, I'm also an animal lover, and I'm obsessed with Absolutely. cats. I'm obsessed. However, I can see where her frustration is coming from with not be even being notified or even, like, asked if that was going to be okay. And what if she's right, not I get that. an animal person? You know what I mean? I get that. So if her roommate did that and she's upset about it, get a new roommate. So you're saying you're saying kick kick them both out, kick them both out, but but together, but, but leave but leave the cat leave the cat alone. Just, yeah, just don't leave the door yeah. open for the cat to go out. The cat could get hit by a car, yeah, could yeah, get yeah, hurt. Yeah. You just you can't do stuff like that. And talk, sit your roommate down and talk to her about it. But you know, maybe warm up the kitty a little bit. The cat might change its attitude, and then everybody will be happy and have a home. Okay, all right, there she goes, Sassy Terry. We love you. Just my opinion. Love y'all. Bye. See ya. Um, so Heather from Towson actually did this. Not necessarily. Heather, you didn't you didn't let the door open for this animal to leave, but you think this is actually a good idea. Wait, what happened? What happened with your story? Well, my girlfriend and I split up, and like I was desperate to not to lose my house, so I found a roommate on Craigslist, and um, after like a month, he he showed up with a a Bichla puppy. And, um, without asking or anything, and and then he got a job, like, on a boat okay. off of Louisiana, where he'd be gone for a month at a time, and then he'd be home for a month, and just left, dumped the puppy on me. And just expected so you I to found take care a, of it. Yes. And it was cute and everything, but it was destroying everything. So you gave, but you, you ended up giving away his puppy without him knowing? Yeah, so I tried to talk to him about it, and... He said he'd get a trainer and he'd get somebody to come and walk it. And he never did. And um, then he gave me a rent check that bounced. So I, <laughs> I contacted a, a Bishla rescue and gave it to them. Wow. How'd that turn out for you? Uh, well, he moved out. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> I'd say. Was he pissed or did he un- did he understand? Because like that's... Like his again, reaction. Like yeah, what was his yeah, reaction yeah. when he came home and his dog was gone? I mean, he was pissed, but he understood, and he'd also given me bad rent checks. So yeah, listen, okay, and and no and no regrets, no regrets. No, I'll never like rent a room to anybody. Okay, again, probably. There she goes. Thank you for calling us. What do you think about that? What do you think about if anonymous were to just give away the cat? Because for you know, anonymous wants to just let the cat run away. Uh, what do you feel about if she just gives the cat away instead? I mean, that's you, definitely, I feel like it's messed up no matter what, but I think that's a better option knowing uh, that the cat's going to be safe rather than just opening the door and not knowing what's next. Katie from Middle River, good morning. Good morning. You kind of went through the same exact thing. Yeah, I had a cat for a little less than two years. It was with my ex-boyfriend. He knew I was getting the cat. He was fine with it at the time. Mm-hmm. And then as the cat got older, before I got a chance to get him neutered, he started acting a little different, and my boyfriend didn't like it. So he purposely left the bedroom window open, and the cat took off and never came back. And it broke my son's heart because that was his best friend. Oh, no. So how did that how did that affect your relationship? Because here's my here's my thing that I'm thinking about. Because everyone's like devastating. Everyone's like, well, e- even if we if we leave a door open, if we leave a window open, if we get rid of the cat, how did that affect your relationship with your boyfriend? Because I think that's what we got to realize here too is how's this going to affect her relationship with a roommate where she can't move out? You know? Yeah. 
Oh, I was furious. Yeah. I blatantly cussed him out and told him that he had no right to do that to my animal. Yeah. Um, as far as the roommate goes, I know she's frustrated that the roommate didn't ask to bring it in. I feel like she should maybe sit her down and talk to her about it because maybe the roommate's really attached to the cat. So if she does that, it could ruin uh, like a relationship in multiple ways. I mean, not only that, but there also this could be become you know the beginning of a retaliation type situation. And when you're stuck exactly. in that with a roommate, or the cat could get hurt. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. We hear it. Thank you so much for calling us. Appreciate that. Yeah. Of course. Love okay. you guys. Love you. 410-583-1065. Uh, Rachel from Pasadena, good morning. Good morning. So do we tell her to go for it or do you talk her out of it? Oh, go for it. Cats are perfectly fine on their own. Like, if it cries for all the time, it obviously doesn't want to even be in the house. No, I do not think that, I mean, the cat's crying because she's by herself and, I mean, um, he or she, and obviously the owner has not given it enough care. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it'd be okay just to let a cat out into the street and then it expect it to be completely fine. Like, especially if it's been like, I'm, and obviously we don't know, but it sounds like the cat's an indoor cat because they're trying to prevent it from running outside in the first place. I mean, cats obviously can adapt. And, you know, I actually work for a vet's office. Mm-hmm. And I hear conversations all the time, and we always ask patients, you know, like, oh, is it indoor cat, outdoor cat, or is it both? Because they can thrive outside. I mean, I do work at the front desk, but still, I hear those conversations all the time. So I know. But what about like, They're what fine. about like the, the morality? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I appreciate your, uh, your knowledge. Um, but like, what about the, just the morality of this whole thing of her, you know, just giving. I mean, she can easily say it was an accident. But it's not an accident. It's like, think about Greece. Like, they have literally islands of cats. Like, they don't live inside at all, and they're thriving. Okay, so you, you think it's it's okay for her to do this if a cat's annoying her? Absolutely. Okay. All the right. cat's fine. Thank you for calling us. No problem. Cindy from Dundalk, what do you think? Do we tell her to go for this? Talk her out of it. The last person you just had on the radio, mm-hmm. she has no clue. I rescue cats. For a living, that's amazing. So, can you just can, you, you. can cats just go from indoor to outdoor and not and not be an issue? No, they have to fight for their food, the weather, other animals, boxes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would be as easy as just opening the door, and you know, obviously, you know way more about this than I do. But that'd be my concern too, right? Uh, let me get back on anonymous and see what you want to do. Anonymous, anonymous, are you there? I'm here. Uh, so, what do you th- after hearing all this? What do you what do you think? I'm so tired of the cat being neglected, locked up in her room for an entire weekend. Every weekend, I don't know what I'm gonna do. But if I come home from work tomorrow and that cat is locked up in her room, screeching and howling, I'm 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 gonna snap. Well, um. take it. I mean, you sound like a, you're you're like. You just need some space. Yeah. Maybe get some air a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you've gotten you've gotten a bunch of opinions here. I hope that's helped. Um, you know, I hope that you'll really consider the well-being of this cat before you just let it walk into the street. You know, I really, really, really hope that you'll take that into consideration. It's not just about your discomfort. 
Um, that you know, the cat obviously has got to have somewhere to go, and yeah. I don't know, this, you know, the street's the best place. But um, you know, what we do with with talk me out of is obviously now I'm I'm like invested. Uh, and I know everybody else is too. So we usually like to, to get a check in to see how things go. Uh, and then again, maybe maybe this weekend, you know, like the cats, everything's taken change. care of. Yeah, you know, maybe, so I don't think we need to like just assume, assume. it's going to happen. Uh-huh. So can we um, can we check back in with you? And we don't, you know, I don't have your name or your phone number, so we have to kind of rely on you to call us back. So if we plan for like you calling us back at like eight twenty on Monday, would that work for you? Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.